man, right now, we're about to get into the message. We're about to get into the sermon. I probably have like 15 minutes for this, so let's stick around. Um, right there in the comments, uh, would you go ahead and say what up to some people as we get our notes ready, as we get our Bibles out. We're about to take some notes. I'm doing some teaching based on the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. So you can go ahead and start pulling out that verse, Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. We're going to be reading together. We're going to be taking some notes. We're going to be diving into the Bible together, man. We're all... Here's my thing. If you're reading the Bible, you'll never return back void. You'll never regret jumping into the Word of God. You'll always leave it a blessing. You'll always leave it a promise. So I'm excited to jump in together, especially in the book of Philippians. We're reading something very, very um, just amazing and beautiful tonight. Uh, I just want to encourage you guys, before we get into it again, um, I want to encourage you to join and sign up for a hope group. Uh, man, I, like I said earlier, hundreds of you are already doing this, but the reason we keep talking about it is for those of you who aren't in a group, being in a small group, a hope group, um, man, it's really gonna help you in your faith, especially in these times. We have to stay connected, and that's how we do it. It's through groups. Um, so man, I wanna just invite you to DM us to join a group. Man, we're about to get into the message. I call this sermon, it's a question. Um, today's sermon, uh, it's going to be a little different. Uh, again, it's always based off the Bible, always based off Jesus. Um, however, tonight, my title is a question. I want you to write it down somewhere. Here's the title. I want you to write it down. It's going to be a bunch of fun tonight. What are you thinking about? That's the title of my message tonight. Uh, for the next few moments we have together, um, I want you to just ponder on that question. We're going to answer it tonight. We're going to jump into what the Bible says um, about what we should be thinking or what arena of thought should we you know, jump into and what arena of thoughts should we probably stay away from? Um, I want to talk about anxiety tonight. I want to talk about overthinking. I, I went on my personal Instagram last week and I asked you guys if there's any comments or um, topics you wanted to cover. Um, and this is right in that arena. So you kind of asked for this. <laughs> um, so, man, I, what are you thinking about? That's the title. Last week, we talked about Jesus being the redeemer. It's who he is. Redemption is the purchase back of something that has been lost. And we know that our God is in the business of redemption. Anything that is negative, anything that is bad, anything that is overturned, our God is in the business of redemption. He will do the impossible. He will do a miracle. He will step in and be who he is. Um, and that was last week. Tonight, we're answering the question, what are you thinking about? Philippians chapter four, verse eight. Uh, I hope you're paying attention, diving in. I hope you have the verse with you. Um, I'm reading from the New International Version, NIV. It's going to be a bunch of fun. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, and it says this. Finally, brothers and sisters. I love when the Bible does that. Finally, brothers and sisters. Come on, somebody. Do I have a church in here today? Can you come and amen? Can we stir the faith up just a little bit in the house? Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true. Somebody say true. Whatever is true. Whatever is noble. Have you ever met someone who's noble? Have you ever seen a noble act from someone? Rosa Parks, MLK, these people have stood up and they're known to be noble. It says whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure. I was watching Tiger King. Oh my God, baby tigers are so pure, aren't they? They're just so cute. Whatever is noble, right? Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely. Oh, I think about my wife when I think about something lovely, and I'm going to take a sip of this water. 
Because I thought about loving, I thought about my wife, and I lost my breath. Whatever is noble, whatever is right, <laughs> I had to pause there. Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, watch this, whatever is admirable. You ever admire something? Like, man, I could just sit and watch that all day. I just admire that. Maybe you admire nature, flowers, um, just, just lakes, and maybe you guys like going on walks. Just admire nature. Whatever is admirable, watch this. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such. I could drop the mic and go to bed. Philippians 4, 8. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So my question to you tonight, New Birth Youth, New Birth YA, what are you thinking about? You and I know temptation is inevitable to every Christian. You will be tempted. A thought will enter your brain. Where do you cast that thought? Is that thought graduating into a heart transplant, which then graduates into an action? Understand the brain is first base. Your heart is second base. And your actions is third base. The temptation does not happen in the action part. People say, oh, I was tempted, so I did it. Temptation doesn't happen in the action part. Temptation doesn't happen in the heart part. Temptation happens in the mind. It's a thought. It's something that enters your mind. And as a Christian, we all know temptation is something that we all deal with. Let me challenge you today. Jesus himself was tempted. Can I say it again to the people in the back? Jesus in the desert alone, fasting, he was tempted by the devil himself three times. It's fascinating, that portion of scripture. So if Jesus is our leader, our savior, our model, our Lord, we follow Christ. That's a Christian. We are Christ-like. We follow Christ. If he was tempted, friends, you will be tempted. So we have this this mind complex going on where there's thoughts, there's ideas, but let me encourage you, you do not to have you do not have to act on those thoughts. You do not have to act on those ideas. They can stop at the cognitive level and never reach the physical manifestation level of that thought. So what I feel like what Paul's trying to say here to the Church of Philippi is protect your mind by setting your mind on something else. I want to read with you Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. If you don't have it, just hear me read it. Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. It says, therefore, since you have been raised with Christ, strive for the things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. It says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, it says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. It's kind of like thinking this way. It's a set. It's a mindset, if you will. When we wake up, we can look at the glass half empty or we can look at the glass half, the glass half full. If you have Jesus, man, you have this opportunity to take your mind and to set it not on this earthly realm, but on things above. You see, ignorance 
is a huge part of tonight's sermon. Because if you don't know about Jesus and who he is and his power, then you don't know that you can set your mind on those things. Think of your mind almost like a power source. Where are you getting that power from? Are you plugged into the world? Are you plugged into the TV? Are you plugging your mind into social media? Or are you and I setting our minds on things above? Are we thinking of pure things, lovely things, beautiful things, admirable things, noble things? Because as we think on such things, as we set our minds on things above, as you and I think about such things, there is a supernatural peace that follows. You see, it's not a coincidence last week that we sang the song, my eyes above what it looks like. This is, this is prophetic, what's going on here. You with me? It's, I don't see this in the natural. I see this in the spiritual. You see, this is a, what, what Paul is doing here. He's saying, I'm asking you to take a cognitive shift. Shift your cognitive. Shift your mentality. And don't think on the negative. Think on the positive. Think on things above. Set your hope and your dreams and your thoughts on God and his kingdom. Think about such things. You ever have something in your life that every time you see it, it brings you joy? We've all got those things. Uh, maybe it's family. Maybe it's uh, amazing memories. It's just you think of it and it brings you joy. It's just lovely. It's pleasant. Maybe for some of you, it's your accomplishments. For some of you guys, you graduated college this year. Shout out to all the young adults that graduated college. Shout out to all the youth that graduated high school. We love y'all so much. Shout out to OHS. We here. We repping. All right? Set your minds on things above. Sometimes you got to think about, man, God, you brought me through high school. You brought me through college. You brought me through. You brought me to this job. What 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 is it that you, you think of? It kind of brings that, that joy back. Maybe it's your progress. Man, I'm not where I used to be. Uh, you know, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm definitely not where I used to be. Maybe, maybe it's the blessings of God in your life. Maybe it's the gifts that God has given you. Maybe it's your abilities that you can set your mind on and just be encouraged and motivated that God is good. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's Florida. Come on, somebody. We live where people vacation, right? Where people retire. That's our house. It's our backyard, right? Like, hang out with mickey right like this isn't like think about pleasant things let me can i set your mind on things above now think about your god he's the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end nothing can stop him nothing can shut him nothing can close him he's bigger and stronger than anything we have ever seen or experienced think about your jesus your your savior set your minds on things above if you are struggling with anxiety if you're struggling with just that feeling of just overthinking and you're overwhelmed set your mind on things above see you and i we get we get to that place where it's just a roller coaster of thoughts just set your mind on your god on your jesus on grace on salvation you see in ephesians i don't want to jump around the bible too much but this idea really correlates well. Paul's writing in Ephesians to the church in Ephesus. He talks about armor that Christians should put on. The, the armor that's going to protect us, not, all, not from physical things, right? From spiritual things. It's Paul that says, we battle not against flesh and blood, principalities and dark forces. So, so what he also attaches that in the book of Ephesians is the armor of God. He, he advises the church to put on a spiritual armor. He says, put on the breastplate 
of righteousness, we read in Ephesians. He says, put on the shield of faith. Faith is a shield. We read in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17, he says this, take the helmet. Come on, somebody. Take the helmet of salvation. Now, that's a great question. Some of you guys are asking, why is, you know, my shield, the shield of faith, why isn't my helmet the helmet of faith? But Paul says, no, your helmet is the helmet of salvation. It's the helmet of salvation. Your salvation is protection for your mind. Your salvation is protection for your mind. Paul says, put on the breastplate of righteousness. That's to guard your heart. Righteousness will guard your heart. And those who guard their heart practice righteousness. And you have the sword, right? You have the sword, which is the word of God. But I, I love verse 17, Ephesians 6, 17. Put on the helmet of salvation. This helmet will protect me from the evil thoughts, will protect me from temptation. Why will it protect me? Why does the helmet of salvation protect me from all these bad thoughts? Here's why. Because Jesus gave you salvation. He gave it to you. Jesus saved you. Nobody else saved you. Jesus saved you. So if Jesus has given you salvation, only Jesus can take away your salvation. So he hands you salvation. And now that we have this salvation, we're saved. We accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We get to protect our mind by setting our hearts and our minds on the salvation that only Jesus has given us. This is protection for your mind. It's not only to set your, your, your you know, your mind on, on great things, on pure things, on lovely things, on beautiful things, on admirable things. It's going to help with your anxiety. It's going to help with your, ang your, your anxious. Just you have sometimes you and I, we have like this this capacity just to be anxious like that's an easy cop out but what god's trying to do is saying listen i want to protect your brain i want to protect your mind it's 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 very strong it's very powerful because your, your thinking will always affect your walking you guys with me your thinking will affect your movement your cognitive ability will affect your physicality if i thought about getting up i'm going to get up <laughs> it's my brain that sends the message to my arms to, to stand. It's the brain. Everything begins at the brain. And it's funny. It's not funny. It's a coincidence, right? No, it's not a coincidence. Paul's like, the salvation should stay on your head. Salvation still be on your mind. I want to read continuously on Philippians chapter 4. I want to read verses 8 and 9. It says, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Philippians 4 verse 9. It says, Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the peace of God will be with you. I love that verse because the peace of God will always be with you. you see, we live in the Orlando area. Kissimmee is right under Orlando. Uh, Disney is right here in our backyard a lot of people in our church are connected to Disney or Disney Springs in some way. Uh, we have young adults that work at SeaWorld, Universal, um, and, and I love all of our theme parks here. I can't wait till they open again. My favorite theme park is SeaWorld. Can you comment your favorite theme park here? Um, I haven't been to Volcano Bay. You guys got to tell me about it. Um, I, I haven't seen the Star Wars 
section of Disney yet. Pray for me. Um, and I've yet to go to Animal Kingdom and go through the Avatar rides. Pray for me. I hear the lines are still uh, still full right now. Um, that was a joke. No one laughed. I hope you did. Um, anyways, so I, I mean, for me, like me, my favorite theme park is SeaWorld. Like, it's the perfect balance of rides and like fun and like shows and it's amazing and if you work at SeaWorld DM me all right um anyways or worked right sorry um anyway so SeaWorld my favorite my favorite I love it I love the ride Manta um I feel like Superman so they they get you and they they kind of strap you in like head to toe and then they like raise you this way and you like ride the whole ride like Superman, stick your arms out. It's a bunch of fun. Uh, uh, I'm telling you, SeaWorld should sponsor me. You're welcome. Um, I remember one time, one of the latches didn't go on right. Isn't that the scariest moment when you're in a roller coaster and you don't hear the click? You know when the when the rail clicks, right? You, go, you ever like don't hear the click and you're like, all right, it's not going down. You know what I mean? We've all had those dreams. You know, I, I don't know if you had that dream. I had the dream once that, you know, roller coaster didn't happen. I was hanging on the roller coaster. I've had that dream before. It's, it's, it's a nightmare to ever think of that. See, that's what we want, right? We want, whenever we're in a roller coaster, it's got to, it's got to click. It's got to latch on. I'm not going to ride this ride unless this seatbelt latches on. It's got to be attached to me. It's got to be on me. You see, that's the peace of God. Understand, when we cover our mentality, our cognitive ability, when we cover it with good thoughts, when we cover it on things above, on our salvation, we attach ourselves to the peace of God. Or should I say the peace of God attaches to us, latches on, straps in, and says, listen, I'm going to follow you because God is not a God that is far away. He is close as the air you breathe. That's how close God is. He's as close as the air you breathe. He's closer than the skin on your body. He's close and he is over you. He is in front of you, behind you, around you. He's, he, he's protecting you. That's our God. That's the peace. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will follow you for all of your days. You see, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get bad nightmares about my seatbelt being too loose. And there's nothing more of a nightmare in real life when we feel like the peace that only God can give us is slipping away. There's nothing more challenging than when we're going through life and we feel like peace is something that has left us. I got a question for you, church. What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? What are you inserting into your mind? such a consumeristic world today. Let me ask a relevant question. What are you consuming? Or should I do a little bit of wordplay? What is consuming you? You see, when we set our mind on things above, when we attach our thinking and latch on to the salvation and to the goodness and the great power of God, the peace of God is a promise that follows us for all of our days. I want to read with you those verses again. Man, so simple. Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9. I'm going to read it to you all the way through. It says this. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything 
it's excellent or praiseworthy think about such things man it was an amazing time together what are you thinking about protect your mentality protect your thinking protect your mind plug into god's presence plug into god's word get that salvation back on your mind friends like in life we need saving but let me remind you that you're saved <laughs> it's like it's 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 paradoxical yeah sometimes in life we need saving but don't forget that you're saved yeah we need saving sometimes but we're also saved what am i trying to say by that that you know sometimes we ask god to do different things and i want to remind you that the helmet should not be set on things from the future the helmet that protects your mind should be set on your salvation something that will never be taken away that would never be shaken because salvation is a gift from God. He offers it those who confess and believe in him. Jesus has a gift of salvation that he offers to those who confess and believe in him. And as we take the gift of salvation, remind yourself today that the presence of peace will be with you and follow you for all your days. I wanna do something real quick. For all of our first time watchers, maybe you just got invited here or you know, maybe you just clicked it because you saw someone post it. Man, maybe you've been watching maybe these last couple of weeks and you're like, I don't consider myself a devoted follower of Jesus. I wouldn't consider myself fully devoted follower of Jesus, fully, fully all in. Maybe that's you. We want to do a salvation call today. A salvation call. You see, there's, there's a couple ways we're going to do this right here on this live. We're about to end soon. Right here on this live, if you want to be saved, what I'm going to ask you to do is just put a hand emoji in the comment section. When I say three, I'm going to count to three. And if you want salvation, just put a hand emoji in the comment section. And we're going to see you. We're going to celebrate you. We're going to you know, pray with you. Welcome to the family. Salvation is offered to everyone who believes in Jesus. We are a faith community that believe in Jesus. We believe in the Bible, his true and holy word and man tonight is your night everything can change in a moment with one decision your eternity can turn around friend in here see jesus lived in this world 2020 years ago jesus christ split history into very real man can't deny his existence no one in human history can deny an existence sounds like he's important it's kind of like all of history is 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 divided by his life and he he didn't just come and live but he died for you he was murdered for you he was crucified beaten whipped and he loves you and he didn't just die for you but he rose up on the third day for you and he says man that power that that rose me from the dead is a power that can be in you a relationship that jesus wants with you jesus is real jesus is alive and he is returning and he calls you to a life of devotion and love and a relationship. If you want this life, if you want this, on the count of three, I'm gonna invite you to just put a hand up in the comment section. I'm gonna grab our YA Instagram and I'm gonna flip it. Cause what we're about to do here tonight, it's, uh, it's very personal. It's very personal. This is your moment on the count of three. If you want Jesus, if you're here today and you're, and, and you're kind of new to the community, on the count of three, I'm going to ask you to put that hand emoji in the comment section. All right? I'm, I need my leaders praying. 
Everyone, please be tuned into the moment. Come on, if you want Jesus, if you want this, on the count of three, raise your hand, put the comment, ready? One, two, three. If that's you and you want Jesus, write there in the comment section, put a hand emoji. Let's go. I see one hand on our youth Instagram. Let's go. This is amazing. Let's go. Welcome to the family. I see another hand on our YA Instagram. This is amazing. Salvation is happening right now in the church. I feel the Holy Spirit right here, right now. We got another hand going up. Let's go. Let's go. Let me give you a phone number for all of our friends that are raising their hand. Oh my goodness, this is amazing. For all of our friends in our youth Instagram and the few I saw on YA, man, I, I need you to put this number down. Come on, the hands are going up. Let's go. Let's go. Here's a phone number. I'm going to put it right here in the comment and I'm going to tell it to you. It's 407-449-1951. If you raise your hand, we need you to take this number down. I'm going to give you that number again. 407-449-1951. Text that number. Say, I raised my hand. I made a decision to say yes to Jesus. 407-449-1951. Come on, there's salvation in the house today come on let's pray the bible says to be saved you must confess and believe that jesus is lord and you are saved so if that was you come on repeat this prayer after me jesus i confess that i am a sinner in need of a savior tonight i bow down to you i lay down my life and i say yes to jesus the old is gone the new has come. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, say it. Thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice. You are my Lord. You are my God. And today begins the rest of my future in you. Amen and amen.